This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall says he will be looking into any potential legal remedy following the recent decision by Joe Biden to not place the U.S. Space Command in Huntsville, Alabama, but keep it in Colorado instead. Marshall said that Biden has made a decision to the detriment of our national security by choosing to score partisan political points. State lawmakers are reacting to the news alongside Alabama's congressional members. State Senate President Pro Tem Greg Reed says that Alabama is a global leader in aerospace, defense and technology, and the government has its own analysis to prove that fact. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth says this politicized move is a surrender of U.S. military advantage and that Biden has corrupted the Pentagon by ignoring three separate studies that rated Huntsville as number one, and instead Biden chose Blue State Colorado that was ranked fifth in the assessment process. The chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall, is revealing that the party leadership is to consider a ban on campaign contributions coming from the National Education Association as well as the Alabama Education Association when it comes to school board and superintendent candidates. The ALGOP already has advised other political candidates within the party to not take campaign donations from either of those groups. Wall is now introducing a standing rule change during its summer meeting of 2023. Wall spoke about it with 1819 News Editor-in-Chief Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. Oh, I, th- I think the party is overwhelmingly is going to be in support of this. Um, you know, we see it with, you know, other resolutions we've done, things like school choice, um, you know, parental rights, defending parental rights, um, and really standing against some of the woke policies that are, that are affecting our children's education. I think this is something that is, you know, time for the party to take a stand on and really be that bold, you know, bold conservative Standing up and saying, you know what, we're going to put the people first. We're going to put the parents first. And we're going to make sure that, that our elected officials are listening to them. And that, that's the number one group that should be, that those are who our, our elected officials should be representing. The people and the parents, not a special interest group. An Alabama woman who had her prison sentence commuted by then-President Donald Trump back in 2021 is now seeking to be in Montgomery this Friday to thank Trump for changing her life. Adrian Miller had served seven years of a 15-year sentence for the distribution of drugs when she had her sentence commuted by Trump. Miller said she had beat an early teenage drug addiction only to return to it during a 2013 divorce, which then spiraled her out of control. Miller was federally charged in 2014. She entered a petition for clemency in 2020 and was granted it a year later. Miller has since rebuilt her life and says God has truly blessed her. She plans to attend the ALGOP summer dinner at the Renaissance Hotel, where Trump will be the keynote speaker. U.S. Senator Katie Britt is home recovering from a medical scare that happened this past weekend. Britt says that she experienced paralysis of the face and ended up going to the Baptist Medical Center South for evaluation. Britt is following a course of treatment that she says will take several weeks to complete. The first baby safe haven box for Alabama is going to be placed in Baldwin County. This all comes following legislation that was passed by state lawmakers earlier this year. The new state law was sponsored by State Representative Donna Givens in order to provide safe places for a mother to place her newborn baby if the mother decides she can no longer care for that child. Givens introduced the bill after the abortion ban went into effect here in Alabama in order to provide all the options for a woman to place their baby in a loving home. There will be a total of 10 
10 of these baby drop boxes placed throughout the state at fire stations or hospitals. The first one will be at the Foley Fire Station and should be established by this coming September. This Wednesday, Alabama Congresswoman Terry Sewell will be holding her 12th annual job fair in Montgomery, which is designed to help her constituents find a well-paying career. The job fair will be held in the Cramden Bowl from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Employers from various industries throughout the state will be participating in this job fair, including automotive, banking, education, hospitality, government, health care, and law enforcement. The job fair is free and open to the public. Sewell says her annual fair is one of the most important events to host all year when it comes to creating job growth in Alabama and better futures for Alabama families. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819 News. In national news, two times impeached, now three times indicted, Donald Trump was given another set of charges from federal prosecutor Jack Smith on Tuesday night. Those charges are regarding the 2020 election and the January 6 events that followed in Washington, D.C. Smith has accused Trump of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government and obstruct the electoral counting when he sought to challenge the results of the election in various swing states and then within Congress on January 6th. Trump is required to appear before a federal judge in Washington, D.C. this Thursday in order to be arraigned. The latest charges from Smith also include six unnamed co-conspirators who he accuses of helping Trump with what Smith referred to as a subversion of legitimate election results. Trump's campaign issued a response to these latest indictments, saying that the lawlessness of these persecutions of President Trump and his supporters is reminiscent of Nazi Germany in the 1930s, the former Soviet Union, and other authoritarian dictatorial regimes. Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer of Kentucky, is now speaking out about the recent subpoenaed testimony of Devin Archer. Archer is a former business partner to Hunter Biden. Comer is now giving a summary of what that testimony further revealed to the House Republicans who have been gathering evidence on the Biden family influence peddling scheme while Joe Biden was vice president. Well, Devin Archer testified that they were influence peddling. We've wondered what the business was. I suspected it was influence peddling, but we heard today from someone on the inside. It was influence peddling. They sold Joe Biden. That's what the business was. And Joe Biden himself talked to every single person that that has wired money to the Bidens. Comer spoke on Fox News. Meanwhile, Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was also in Washington, D.C. at the time of Archer's testimony. She spoke on the Benny Johnson podcast, saying that Archer and his attorneys strategically waited until Congress went into summer recess and left Washington, D.C. before he would go into the capital city to testify. They wanted this to be low profile, low pressure, um, because everyone needs to understand for the listeners um, Devin Archer was coming in uh, to give his his testimony to us without immunity, without any protection from the Department of Justice. And that's because the Department of Justice works directly for Joe Biden. Taylor Green has offered impeachment papers against Joe Biden as early as the start of his presidential term. She says Archer's testimony is just further proof that this impeachment needs to go forward. And while peddling influence is not necessarily a crime per se, say if you're talking about with celebrities or sports figures or people like that. But it is a crime when you're peddling influence of elected officials like the vice president or president or members of Congress. It is a crime when it affects the national security of the United States of America. It is a crime when we're looking at abuse of power and we're looking at uh, how the American people's hard-earned tax dollars are handled. So these are very serious allegations. And this is why I will argue 
this yesterday's testimony was the greatest argument for Congress to move forward on an impeachment inquiry. And Rasmussen Reports has completed a quick poll of the American people on the latest breaking news regarding Joe and Hunter Biden. The poll results show that 61% of voters think that this is a serious scandal. 29% do not. 58% agree with the statement coming from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy that this is political corruption that's far worse than whatever happened within the Nixon administration and Watergate. And 35% disagree with that statement. The Rasmussen poll was done between July 26th and 27th and was a survey of just over a 1,000 likely U.S. voters. A whistleblower within the Department of Health and Human Services, Tara Rodas, continues to talk about the child trafficking that she witnessed at the U.S.-Mexico border that continues to this day within government agencies. Rodas spoke extensively with Judicial Watch about what she discovered when it comes to unaccompanied minors being handed off to unvetted sponsors, which was essentially helping the Mexican cartels. I reported hotspots where we had apartment buildings with 20 children, 40 children, I reported places where we had over 300 children in a three square mile. That doesn't, that doesn't pass the common sense test. I saw sponsors who were sponsoring at different addresses. So they're trying to get kids from multiple sites. I had been putting forward all of these cases, interestingly reporting to HHS, Office of Inspector General, reporting to Homeland Security Investigations, And this, of course, was going up through the chain of command at HHS. But when I saw Aaron Stevenson's disclosure that there were members of transnational criminal organizations getting the kids, I quickly circulated that around the site. And it took us less than two weeks to find the first case of a confirmed MS-13 affiliated sponsor. And this sponsor was was simultaneously sponsoring two children. These traffickers view children as assets. They are commodities. So when they find out that the United States government is going to put them on the on a plane and in the middle of the night without telling anyone, without telling state attorney generals, without telling state legislators or anybody, we're going to be sending kids and paying the airfare to deliver the child the last mile. They are collecting income earning assets. They view the children as assets. Rodas also confirmed that leadership within the U.S. government agencies and the HHS were well aware of what was being done here to help the cartels and human traffickers and simply did nothing. What is absolutely the most unbelievable and horrific thing was to hear from my direct supervisor that Tara We only get sued if we keep kids in care too long. We don't get sued by traffickers. Are you clear? We don't get sued by traffickers. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 